I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. I want to welcome you to Rebel Radio. Rebel, 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 Rebel Radio. With Bosco and Electro Spin. Electro, Electro Spin on Rebel Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Josh. What's up? This is Rebel Radio. What up, what up? This is DJ Newmark. This is Peanut Butter Wolf. It's your boy. It's okay. Keep checking out Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio. This is Rebel Radio. We're in the place right here. Uh-huh. Rebel Radio is going down. Would you say Rebel Radio? Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Rebel Radio. What's up, Rebels? Welcome back to Rebel Radio. It's the weekly show where I talk to the Rebels that are shaping youth culture. We find out how they do it, why they do it, and what you can do to get a little piece of the pie for yourself. We're also the only show that features new music every week from our friends over at EDM.com. Check it out. We are back this week with my man Bosco. He was on the show last week. If you caught that episode, we talked about his history. Uh, coming up in hip-hop's formative years and what that meant to to a young man uh, entering the hip-hop game. We also talked about our history as client and manager. And uh, this week, we are on the part two of that interview. We talk about Bosco's new tech startup, Electrospit, how he's about to revolutionize the talk box. If you're not familiar with the talk box, uh, it's an instrument you might have heard on uh, any of Roger Troutman's music, or if you listen to Chromio, or you might have heard Bosco playing it on Kanye's new workout plan, or many, many E-40 songs, or uh, lots of other great records that Bosco's produced. He's going to tell us about how he's made the shift from producer to entrepreneur, uh, some things he's learned along the way, and also his wife Maya is going to join us and talk about how they're building a business together. It's good stuff coming up on Rebel Radio right after our EDM.com track of the week.
putting in days, putting in nights. Guessing I was wrong, but I knew I was right. They told me I should stop, they told me I should die. I let the drums cry if they don't see them in my eye. But bum, 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 listen to my song. We moving 88 miles per hour, then we gone. Never taking time off, I put myself on. I think we turning heads now, but I knew all alone. That was 88 MPH with All Along, our EDM.com track of the week. Now let's get into the interview with Bosco. Um, so, okay, I don't want to take your whole day asking you questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. So talk about Electro Spit. I mean, Electro it's, that's a, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, you've always played the talk box. I know you you know, yeah. you played it on a lot of records, mm-hmm. um, Kanye and and others. Yeah. Um, but creating your own technology is is a huge jump. So where does that? Where did that come from? Might bring my and to get in on some of this too. Uh, but so I, I started playing the talk, but I always loved the talk box when mm-hmm. I when I won that set of turntables when I was in middle school. The, the song I was dancing to was more bounce to the house. And, I, and my, sure. one of my um, neighbors used to ride us around in the 6-5 Impala when I'm in middle school, take, and he would take us to high school, and that's all we would listen to mm-hmm. exactly. always loved that sound I started when I got the deal with Atlantic um, I started um, I bought a talk box mm-hmm. didn't know how to use it um, Papa LQ with Laquan Kenny Kingpin now mm-hmm. connected me with Battlecat Battlecat showed me uh, how to how to use the talk box correctly because I was I think I was uh, I don't know what I was doing wrong but I wasn't doing it right and uh, so after that, I started integrating it into all my production or a lot of my production and yeah. became known for that sound. Mm-hmm. So a lot of E-40 records from the element of surprise on. You hear lots of talk box. Mm-hmm. Rebel Radio is brought to you by LinkedIn. Are you hiring for your company? Are you looking for a job? Either way, I'm sure you're on LinkedIn. And if you're not, you definitely should be. Over 70% of the U.S. workforce is on LinkedIn. It gives you access to quality candidates. And the people, uh, the candidates on LinkedIn are rated 40% better than on the job boards. So instead of posting your job to a job board and just hoping for the best, let's go where the people are. LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network. More than 22 million people view and apply to jobs every week. So don't miss out. Go get the best people and grow your business. Let's make businesses together and uh, talk about it on Rebel Radio. Go to linkedin.com slash rebel. I'll give you a $50 credit towards your first job post just for listening to Rebel Radio. That's linkedin.com slash rebel. Get a free $50 credit from me to you. Terms and conditions apply. And um, so... Fast forward, Mike Karen went up the ranks at Atlantic, had signed TI, brought me to do 
talk box on this record that Kanye West was producing. Mm -hmm. um, Kanye loved what I did on the talk box and said, hey, come out to New York, jump on my record. Um, I didn't think anything of That's it. That's a new workout? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we did the workout record. It was Kanye and John Legend and me all together collaborating on the record. Amazing. And boom. I introduced him to E. It just so happened that E. Forty was in town when I was doing that record, and I introduced uh, Oh really, Kanye to E. Forty. So, That's an interesting combo. Yes, yeah, they ended up doing a remix together not too Did too they? long after that. Okay. Um, but um, so that obviously Kanye's record became huge, and uh, Workout Plan was a single, uh, and we did the Workout Plan live on the American Music Awards. Right, right, right. And but unfortunately, the talk box is very cumbersome. It's got all these pieces. You got you got the, the tube and, and the just talk so, box so for people that don't know, like you have to actually put a plastic tube in your mouth. Yes. Right. Yes. You, I mean that that seems not. It's not. It's you, you know. It's terrible. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it works and it sounds great, but this this you know you got. But you can't understand why so few people. It's got sound it. like this and it's hard to talk. You yeah. know yeah, and. Yeah. So it had a lot of problems, basically, and I couldn't, I had to lip sync, you know, and I wanted to get out there and freestyle and be going back and forth, you know, with Kanye saying his name and box, whatever, but I couldn't do that. I just had right. to dance around and it got me thinking. Yeah, on the on the American Music Awards when I was I couldn't I couldn't perform and there were some other performances I could have done with Kanye too, but I couldn't I couldn't even do them at all because they didn't have time to set the talk box up right, or whatever. Right, right. So. It's like I gotta fix this. I gotta figure out like how can I make a mobile talk box? And you see, actually, see me dancing on stage with my dream of a mobile talk box, which is just <laughs> a keyboard with the tube. I'm holding. Uh -huh. It's not even connected. I had the tube in my hand. Um, so fast forward, um, I uh, continue to do you know a bunch of big talk box features with J Cole and Limp Biscuit and Janelle Monae and Flo Rider and blah blah boom boom boom. But the music industry was. Um, was changing and there was consolidation sure. there was piracy for, you know and mm -hmm. it just the, the production fees weren't the same as they were and I was looking for another way to like kind of reinvent my career and my my business um, and uh, I found this you were looking for a studio I was yeah I was I, I moved to the bay and I was looking for a studio and I called um, Cool Nuts actually hooked, hooked me up with Chief XL from mm -hmm. Black Alicious to help because he said, oh, Chief, he might know. I called him. He's like, oh, man. I, I said, do you know any good studios that can rent? He's like, man, come use my studio. He's like, well, how much do you want to charge? He's like, no charge. Just You can just use it. Cause, I don't know if you want to publicize that. No, it's, it, no. It's, <laughs> but but that, see. That Chief, 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 lines over me ready to like. Bruh, how come you ain't let me come through? What, what you got to understand is Chief, and Chief XL, he, in the Bay, I'm I'm a legend. He introduces me as, this is Bosco, This is right. he's a production legend. Yeah. So it's, it's like, if you have a studio and someone who's like one of the producers that you've been looking up to sure. your whole career yeah, says, yeah. can I use your studio? Then the answer is yes, anytime. Of course. And, um... I wasn't really thinking like that when I asked him, and I, that wasn't what I was asking for, but he was really generous and allowed me to use his studio. And just so happens that at that studio, 
it was founded by the studio was founded by David Watson, who was a, a an ex Google engineer mm. who, who had a, a interest and a passion for music, and and his wife Benita founded a music accelerator, which is based on the the Y Combinator mm-hmm. model of uh, taking you know startup companies and providing them with resources, money, connections. Uh, uh, a mentorship mm-hmm. to to help accelerate the the growth of the company, and they asked me on the first day I went to see Chief XL Studio, uh, Vanita and Chief asked me if I would um, uh, be a mentor yeah, to yeah. some of the, the the artists that were going through the residency, and I was like, yeah, cool, and and the, then they asked me about what was going on with my career. And the more I started to hear about what they were doing at the residency, which was applying startup uh, mm-hmm. concepts and startup techniques, Silicon Valley startup techniques to music, I'm already a technology, you know, uh, a forward thinker. I have been, you know, I had done a startup company previously and raised two and a half million uh, for a startup in the dot-com era. So it was already in my mind. I was like, right, this is right, something right. I need to be a part of. Yeah. And they invited me to apply. And so that was the the opportunity to take this talk box idea, this mobile talk box, and turn it into a business. So mm-hmm. I um, I recruited uh, my wife. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, first I recruited uh, Pete Miser, uh-huh. who I had grown up with doing yeah. the, the production and part of the hip hop scene and I had a tremendous respect for as a producer and just really, really smart. He'd done all of this licensing for like Super Bowl commercials. Mm. So okay. he was he was a dope producer, a visual artist. Right, and, right, right. And and just a really him. cool, smart guy. And then um I got this guy named Lance Coleman who's a, a, a really um dynamic MC and a digital strategist. He was working with my friend Brian Calhoun doing um, like Facebook and uh, digital strategy for Nicki Minaj oh, wow. and Lil Wayne. Okay. He was like the behind the scenes guy. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so, so we created this music group and I needed another person so <laughs> I needed somebody to do marketing and yeah. I've been watching Maya do like, you know, I, we always have arguments about like not arguments is this too strong of a word uh-huh. but I'm like you don't watch yourself yeah get in trouble <laughs> debate yeah debates spirited debate I'm That's like right. why are you always on Instagram We're looking on Instagram and and why don't you use that for use that power for good <laughs> and so I said well, why don't you help us with the the marketing and so and and be part of the team and she said yeah well um if you don't have anybody else, I guess I'll do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll nice. throw you a bone <laughs> nice. and jump on your squad. And um, so we went through, we got accepted. We applied to the accelerator with our a concept of a band that was had a, a signature talk box that we kind of used as merch. Mm-hmm. And uh, after going through the accelerator, we did all these workshops, one in particular, which was called Futures Thinking. Um, where you look at trends that have happened in the past five, ten years mm-hmm. and see how they brought you to where you are in the present and then look at those trends and extrapolate like another five years in the future and you try to place yourself and your business in wow. in the future. Love it. And so one of the trends that I had witnessed was the music studio started at this you know huge studio with tapes and all that. Then it, it moved to the desktop computer, and which I was a part of. I created mm-hmm. the the 
actually recorded out so I didn't have the money to uh, to have all of the big studio stuff at the time when I was work, working with E40 initially so I had Pro Tools and we co- we recorded the first gold album hip hop uh, using Pro Tools that was L nice. of surprise no way even though the streets my filthy life burnt out how dope means now it in dinners in their mouth Niggas is starving, some of my niggas is having their cash. Niggas is balling, walking they car up on the grass. Living it up to the fellas, platinum colored jewels and organized class. Not none of those fake ass costume jewelry that looks like grass. I'm looking out the window while you play Nintendo. You drive a navigator, I drive a pinto, I was So I was already kind of on that path. But then the next one was the laptop. And then we saw it going in the future to the phone where you can create your whole song on the phone yeah. and everybody has this music studio in your pocket. Yeah. And we started thinking, how can we be part of that revolution or support that revolution? And so instead of taking this talk box and just making it mobile, let's make it work with the phone. Let's mm-hmm. think about other uh, um, uses that the app can make it more, um, give it more functionality mm-hmm. um, and this and then that came together so well, we flipped the whole business. Instead of being this band with this merch of this signature talk box, let's just make the, the talk box the company and the band will use the music to promote and right. our relationships. Yeah. And I have a mechanical engineering degree from USC, which uh, I hadn't really been using. I had just been doing sure. music production, but I was a you know I was a, like a top student, dean's list, yeah. um, um, all through school. So this was a perfect opportunity for me to, to to start using that part of my education and the accelerator and the support that we received at um, at Zoo Labs was amazing. And the mentors that we uh, got in contact with, and it just we started building this uh, this mobile talk box, and it's it's been the, the ride has been amazing. Yeah. Um, so what did you learn uh, doing crowdfunding? Learned a lot. Okay. We learned a lot about crowdfunding, and and you know. I need to bring my I need to bring my in because I'm sure that I'm, I'm there's a us. lot of parts of this story. Give, give us some lessons that I've <laughs> that I've missed. No, because crowdfunding, I you know I. First of all, I think it's amazing that it exists and yeah. that products can get made or right. ideas can right. can get launched, right through this non like outside of all the traditional funding and distribution and all that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I think that the flip side to that is there. It's a it calls on certain skill sets that people don't necessarily have, right? And so because you've developed a great idea or a great product mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you know how to do that one piece of it. Right. So um, so I see a lot of people, you know, trying things and learning and making mistakes and whatever. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's similar to um, the idea of an artist being overnight success, how people right. will see this artist and not realize that there's all of this marketing and strategy that has taken place behind the scenes before you hear this song that you think is an overnight success mm-hmm. and it's similar with the with the crowdfunding um it's there the 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 campaigns that have done really well they have a lot of thought put into them and it's not like this sure. this thing that um uh, that people think it is it's like oh so and so just had an idea and they put it on on um, Kickstarter and now it's a business it's like no they had to have a business plan 
in place before oh, they should um, have. They should have. <laughs> the ones that are successful do yeah, yeah, have. Yeah, for sure. And, and the, even the videos, right? Like there's a yeah, certain right. Right, right and wrong ways to do those mm-hmm. videos. Right. And before we approached um, the idea of doing a crowdfunding, we weren't aware that there are actual agencies that right. focus specifically on that. And so that's been a learning curve for us as learning you know, which ones are scams? Right. What, yeah, what, yeah, what sure. can you expect from, I mean, there's mm-hmm. some that are known for, for being a scam because they back products that are actually pieces of shit. Right. You, you're, you're buying into this yeah, thing yeah. that you're thinking you're going to get, and it's going to do all these great things. It slices, it dices, it's, you yeah. know, whatever you get there and, and, and it doesn't work at all. So, and then there's others who will take, you know, a percentage up front. Um, for to do your marketing and then they'll take a percentage off the back end of your of what you earn from Kickstarter so wow. then what you end up with is nothing to right. run your business right yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's all these pitfalls that you have to be aware of when you're when you're approaching a campaign and you have to mostly look at it as a way to build your audience and gain more attention and be able to um to market to those customers after mm-hmm. the crowdfunding and, and gain loyal customers from them knowing your story and knowing all of the steps that it took for you to create that that product rather than it being That's a one-time, right. one-and-done transaction. And um, it's it's like I said, it's more of a marketing piece. It's not where you mm-hmm. start your business. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's something that you use to advertise your business and continue to grow loyal customers. But I think it speaks to what you you were talking about earlier. Just the is being, you know, allowing people into the story, yeah. right? And whether yeah. it's the story behind a song, right, or a product, right. Maya has um, basically transformed the whole business. Like starting one of the one of the things that I wanted to do with Electrospit was to um, to talk about topics and ideas in our music that I hadn't had a chance to talk about. You know, as you get more mm. mature, the the message that we want to that I wanted to share and and, and electrospit was about positive affirmations using technology to um, a, like technology had allowed me to achieve all of these things in life. It enhances my creativity when I make music. Mm-hmm. It helps my business deals, uh, you know, mm-hmm. using reading and uh, just learning and studying has helped my relationships so that's the kind of ideas that i wanted to share with electrospit it is something that never existed before and by us learning all of these techniques and doing all of this research and applying our knowledge we were able to create something that never existed before and the the team like building that team was you know all those different skill sets is what allowed us to um to to create something special and and as the team goes on right now it's lance and lance is doing his own thing and pete is doing his own thing and they still uh, help us out in different ways Uh um but maya and i are the, the the core team right now and um she the the in on instagram like I was saying behind the scenes what we did was we went from um, an audience of basically zero a hundred because mm-hmm. we had just kind of sure. um, neglected the channel at all yeah. and then once we developed the idea 
we had to go through a lot of user testing first to just to make sure that it was something that people wanted and and we had to do an ethnography mm -hmm. and we found out that people's uh, um, identity is attached to music creation a lot of times which was like eye-opening for us so we had to find a way to connect the instrument with that um, that ideology and, and integrated into people's lives and so um, one of the ways that that we found to do that is like you know he's teasing me about flipping through Instagram it's like okay so this is a way to connect with that audience directly yeah. and and um, really start to talk to them and um, so we didn't have a large following. I started, you know, growing the following and we still didn't have a large following, but it was very targeted. Yeah, yeah. And so like, that's what matters. Yeah. So we had like at one point, I mean, we, we don't, we still only have like 1300 right now, mm -hmm. but at one point we had like 700 and just to do a test of, of the product, we said, okay, here's a prototype. You know, who wants to be a part of the early prototype testing? And we were selling them for like $200 and when we sold 20 of them in less than 24 hours. So that's, nice. that's just like, you know, a test of if you really find the right audience and give them what they want. That's part of the design thinking, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know. And that was part of Maya understanding Instagram, understanding how like, like what do you, you you don't just take a cool picture you take a picture of something that speaks to the people that you right. want involved in the, this product we're talking sure. to music producers there's a whole culture around music producers a whole culture around talk boxers mm -hmm. you know we, we always say that the the worst insult for a a, a, a talk boxer is, is oh, to, that's some nice auto tune you you're doing there you course. really want to piss them off that's yeah of course just knowing that and, right. and saying that on an Instagram post, then all of the talk boxers are going to connect with you. And, yeah. you know, and that's that's already my tribe. But Maya was like instrumental in being able to 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 to, to see that and deliver it to to our um, followers and audiences and, and to build that community. And it's um, led to a lot of connections for our business. Like, I'm sure you know, like that's how we linked up with Teddy Riley was through him seeing the, some of the posts on Instagram and people tagging oh, nice. him and yeah. And, um, who else? Um, there's been a well, couple indirectly, well, through Tiana Taylor, mm -hmm. who was indirectly mm -hmm. through in Instagram, that's right, which, that's which right. led to Chromeo. Right. Uh, that's Keith right. Keith Thug is one of the investors in the company. And so, cool. yeah. Want to yourself and no one else. All right. came uh, largely from Maya's understanding of the platform and how to craft our messages to, to get to well it's, it's, it's been a synergy because obviously with with Bosco's credibility it doesn't it, hurt <laughs> <laughs> Bosco being you know the, the top a known top box artist if I had just come out of nowhere and said you know start putting out these messages people would be like yeah that's great whatever. you know <laughs> whatever but it, yeah, yeah but but I think it really speaks to the you know the importance of of truly understanding your customer, yeah, right, and and right, and so many companies, they make a product because they can make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, either they saw one out there and they just put right. their own label on it, right. or yeah. you know, 
I mean, that's that's how most products are made and released. And yeah. this this is not a me too product. This yeah. is the this is the product that I needed to solve my problem to be able to play right. the instrument that I've loved for my you know entire career. And that's great, but unless you open up that story to other people, right. then it's just going to be your product. Right, right, right. exactly. Yeah. I had to, and, and I, there was a certain period of time where I felt like I didn't want to let anybody else uh-huh. know the talk box secrets uh-huh. or whatever but yeah. i had to get past that yeah. and understand that you know everybody's unique there's all you know everybody was there something you did that helped you get past that i'm gonna say i'm gonna say for mm. for me because i had the same kind of a idea or a feeling that he had like oh no that's that's gonna make bosco not special now you know yeah. but uh, somebody said to me, if you put an electric guitar in somebody's hands, yeah. they're not automatically going to become Jimi Hendrix, right? So Definitely. the art is within the artist. That's it's right. not in the instrument, yeah. right? So we can give as many people, and we're hoping that there's going to be some people that do as and well Eric as Bosco or whoever. Like, another Halen, thing there's is... All kinds of, there's lots of space for other... Right, because sure. Bosco yeah. is not Peter Frampton, right. and they're both successful. Bosco's not Chrome. I'm not a P Thug from Chromio, right. and and you know right. vice versa. So there's there's room for everybody to, to that's, have. That's that maturity creeping up on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's that maturity thing, man. We, we needed that a, a little bit a while ago. If you haven't already, go back and listen to last week's episode. We had part one with Bosco. We talked all kind of funny stories about us coming up together and what that was like. Uh, let me know what you think about that one, but finish up with this one too. I got to ask you some, uh, I got a lightning round. Okay. Uh, okay. we finish that I got to ask you. Okay. Okay. Tell me one decision that changed your life forever. Ooh. Better be good. <laughs> ah. No pressure. No, no pressure. <laughs> well, um, I'm marrying Maya. Okay. Which, which come from going, which was going to the ski, uh, the ski weekend in Whistler that year. Nice. So that was that. That was huge because she's been, uh, just my life has improved in so many different ways by um, being together with her. And instead of besides just being in love and having fun, the um, being becoming more enlightened and. Um, being more better in touch with my emotional maturity and my my health and the way that we become business partners to build electro spit mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's just been fantastic we're just having a great time right now so definitely big one <laughs> I mean I, I can see that yeah um, you know we didn't I mean I, I don't want to belabor it but like you know, at that at that time when we were working together, like I wasn't just your manager; I was managing your best friend, your girlfriend, yeah, yeah, um, and probably somebody else, yeah. So in, you saw in your the mix. shitty relationships that he had. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting because, like, I've learned a lot today that, that I didn't know, even though you know we've known each other uh, twenty five years, and and you know, and that's like part of why I like to do this because I get to ask questions but you know when you're when you're a bunch of young guys like you know there's so many things you still talk about talk about yeah you know and you know granted like we a lot of what we did talk about was business but you know personal things came up here and there especially that you know uh, I was managing him and his girlfriend and they were there was 
a lot, lot, lot of turmoil. Sometimes you would point. see, you know, things creep into the business. Um, yeah. Or the business creeps into the personal or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, okay, complete this sentence. I don't have talent. I have blank. Um, I have, ooh, um, determination. That's good. I have determination. Okay, so if I worked for you, mm-hmm. which I did, yeah, but I don't remember the answer to this question, what's something I would hear you say over and over? Um, ooh, over and over. Um, probably. Uh, did you did you hear back from Def Jam? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I think Not I remember hearing that. Now, now, um, now. Who would you be most excited to learn as a fan of your work? Oh, ooh. Mm. Probably Stevie Wonder. Mm. Just because he's my favorite artist of all time, so that would be. Oh, yeah. Really cool. He might have a talk box record in him. In the works, right? Right. I actually met his uh, DJ recently. Oh, that's right. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know Stevie had a DJ. Well, he's not his DJ, like personal DJ, but he's the DJ uh, at his radio station. Oh, oh, oh. And the program director. And uh, so, you know, hopefully we will have a Stevie Wonder electro spit uh collaboration yeah that's very cool <laughs> what's your favorite city to travel to Ooh, man. united states or abroad just period um miami <laughs> love miami oh yeah yeah it's just, it's it's just it's so easy to get there it's great you don't have any of the hassle of like when you travel overseas you gotta you know deal with customs yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and all and you know sometimes your phone doesn't work or whatever whatever first worlder yeah, but when mm-hmm. you go to Miami, it's no, easy, right. and you're right on the beach, and it's it, it, there's great food and uh, music and people, great people, people, yeah, beautiful Love people. Miami. Man, Miami's awesome. What's the last great book you read? Ooh, we've been reading a lot of uh, fourth grader books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. You know this. This isn't the last. Most recent great book, but okay. maybe maybe the most impactful maybe in a long time was a four hour work week. Yeah, and I know that it's 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 uh it's you know it's it's a little older now, but I have definitely taken to heart a lot of the the techniques in from that book and the and the ideology of um, eliminating unnecessary information, unnecessary sure. tasks. Yeah. Um, trying to automate things that uh you know don't need to be i want to go back and read it again because yeah. i took a lot of it when i read it and then yeah. some of those things you know you let them go let them go yep. i think one of the most important concepts for me out of that book was not having this delayed view of retirement yeah like, right yeah just thinking like, yeah. when I get this age, then I'll be done, and then I'm like, you want to enjoy life now? For yeah. sure, enjoy life now. Yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. What movie have you seen the most in your life? 
Probably the Matrix. Oh yeah. Ah <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love the Matrix. Nice. And this, this, the whole concept just blew my mind out of the gate. You know that that there's this whole other world, and then I love the technology aspect. Mm. And we're only talking about the first one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure, for sure, the first one. Yeah. Who's your favorite DJ of all time? Ooh, ooh, um, man, that's that's ooh, that's the tough one. Um, man, oh, that's ooh, that's hard. Um, Jazzy. Jazzy Jeff. Mine too. Yeah. Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. He he was um like there were all these DJs that I loved like um pr- prior but he was just so dope and all the records he did with the, the Fresh Prince and learning mm-hmm. the Transform scratch and all that and mm-hmm. yeah. yep, Jazzy Jeff. Dope. All right, so how does everybody find Electrospit? Uh so search for Electrospit mobile talk box on kickstarter and cool. you can find us there you can definitely go to electrospit.com that's e-l-e-c-t-r-o-s-p-i-t.com and you can find us that way and um instagram are is at electrospit okay good and we'll probably have some youtube stuff up by then but th- those are the main channels that's exciting man i, I imagine we're going to see more talk box players because of this people that you know yeah you know what it's a it's a growing subculture that people that that people are becoming more aware of like there's like when we first started this one of the jokes was like what are there a hundred talk boxers right. like what do you, what do, you sure. do with this yeah, it seems very niche yeah but once we started really looking into it there's like you know 40,000 people following the hashtag we got recently wow. got um um some software that shows the searches on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Six thousand five hundred people are searching for Talkbox Tube on Amazon every month. Nice. Um, so there, there's yeah. definitely a growing awareness of it. We always used to call it the your favorite instrument that you never heard of right. because it's yeah, yeah, constantly sure. winning Grammys. Right. Like I mean, look at this past Grammy. We got Mr. Talkbox on Twenty Four Karat Magic. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. also that same. Um, they sampled that for um, loyalty, Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar and Rihanna. Kenny now, my resume is real enough for two millenniums. A better way to make a way is not defending them. I meditate and moderate all of my wins again. I'm hanging on the fence again. I'm always on your mind. I put my lyric and my lifeline on the line. And it don't limit when I might shine, might grind. You rolling with it at the right time, right now. Only for the dollar sign. Bad girl, ribbing now. Swear, 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 leaving now. On your pulse, I can see the end. Yes, and the fish sex premium. And then there's a another um, reggae song that won um, with Talk Box on it. So I mean, it's you know back from the '70s all the way to now, it's been topping the charts. But if you put it in front of listeners, the actual instrument, they couldn't right. tell People you what it, what it is. is yeah, sure. yeah. So right. so we're we're changing that with this. We're putting Talk Boxers in front and, and connecting it. people with the sound that they That's already great. love. That's great. I love yeah. it. Well, I'm proud of you guys. Doing your thing, and, thank you. Uh, you know, seeing you build this together is inspirational. Thank you, and, thank you. you. Know, I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. Yeah, that was Bosco on Rebel Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. 
Hit us on Twitter or Facebook at Rebel Radio Net. Check out our YouTube page at Rebel Radio Net. And most importantly, come back next week for more Rebel Radio. Peace. <laughs>